Welcome to the Lords of Loud. We're four music fans from Australia who've turned our old email debates into this podcast. I'm Lord Ben, and if we were the Beatles, I'd obviously be the smart one, but modest too. With me as always is Lord Brett, the funny one, only because we've seen him dance, Lord Kev, the quiet one, because he can't clip on a mic, and Lord Al, the cute one, with the perfect face for any podcast. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. Thanks very much for joining us again on another exciting episode and and a very sad episode. This is the last episode of the season. Um, Well, the regular episode, of course, for those who joined us last season, they know we like to throw around a few summer series episodes. I'm sure this year will be no different. And of course, we'll have our Christmas special coming up at the end of the year, which... uh, Can't wait. Massive, mm-hmm. massive, massive show. I thought he was just about to sack us then. Did you get that feeling when he said, <laughs> sad Very to say, sad. we've come mm-hmm. to the end. And, uh, Surprise. Lights are going All good things have to come to an end. Next year, um. it's the Lord alone. Oh, <laughs> Lord <laughs> Benz. That's right. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> it's all the Lord king. Loud. The king of, it'll be the king of loud. Yes. Yeah. All Beatles, all That's night right. long. All you Beatles you get a promotion there. just because everyone else leaves. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Where have I seen exactly. that before? Yeah. So yes, episode sixty-six, and but we've got get plenty of exciting. Get your cakes. Don't yeah. be sad for too long. We've got some great it. stuff coming up. Mm. Oh. Uh, we're turning the page again. Kev's found some uh, some old magazines that he he'd like to talk to us about, and they weren't under the mattress, wow. though, right? No. The episode everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> and it's my top ten albums of all time. It's the culmination oh. of the top ten albums. Well, we have to finish the. Uh, yeah, it's rather fitting that it's episode sixty-six because it's almost one tenth. <laughs> the number of the beast. So. Wow. Good. Now, now uh, for those who's at home, are you promising albums in order of your liking them? Is that what we, is that what we're going to finally get tonight? This is, yes. So I <laughs> have stuck to the brief. Uh, actually, uh-huh. out of all four lords, I will be actually delivering my wow. top ten countdown wow. in order uh-huh. of. A their, real top ten. Okay, so, uh, so all sorts of decades, not just like one or two it's random across, decades. And it's okay. all, yeah. Funnily enough, it's turned out spanning all all decades. Okay, so so, so ten being your uh, least favourite. Yep, it's country the and one Western. being your most favourite. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you know, okay. There's stuff from the the sixties, seventies, and eighties in there. Wow. So, you know, wow, quite a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, funnily enough, uh, you guys have sort of joked around about how it's, it could be a fairly predictable list. So you've got a bit of a side bet going on here, a bit of a side competition where you've mm-hmm. uh, you've put down what you think. You've all had a guess at what you think my top ten will be. And um, we're giving you a point for if you get the musician right, if that musician's in the top ten. You get two points if you've got that musician in the right uh, spot on the list. And same for the album. You get uh, you, know, you get a point if that album is on the list and you get two points if it's in the right position on the list. So it's not as fun as a drinking game, but can I just assure anyone <laughs> oh, listening at home, we are still drinking. That's it's right. It's not just all yeah. points. In in fact, uh, maybe the uh, for the listeners at home, they can play along. Absolutely, grab, grab your and grab your pen and paper now, and, and your drink, and your drink. <laughs> yes, and, you'll need both. Yep, jot, jot down all the Beatles albums you can think of. That's right. Uh, but cry across Don't out Paul McCartney. Cry across out all but one as the favourite. <laughs> All right, but before we do that, of course, we have to do our favourite episode or favourite segments, and that is uh, album of the week and sponsor of the week. And Kev, I believe you've got an album of the week. I do have an album of the week, and um, it's uh, it's Andy Bell. Andy Bell is the uh, guitarist from Ride, um, who has released an album this year, 
uh, believe it or not, um, in recent times. It's called The View From Halfway Down. Uh, it was recommended to me by a friend of the show and loyal fan, uh, Bob McMahon, or Rob McMahon, depending on which country you live in. So that's another story. Um, and it's just great. It's really sensationally good. Um, it's very eclectic. It jumps around, straight, leads straight in with a very ridey song, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And from there, it just takes a left turn, then another left turn, and mm. so much fun to be and had. For those li- listening at home, obviously we've heard the name Ride Yep, quite a bit several. The, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think series. that I'll say that this is a signifier. This is a f- this is a flag for me that um, I have become pitch and hold. I have become <laughs> the nineties guy. So my uh, plan for my vow for the next year of Lords is to experience other decades. Um, so well, I mean, this is a current decade. So. This is this is twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's by an artist <laughs> uh, who is very, but that's almost that's almost as if to say. Um, goodbye to the nineties. Uh, hello to wow. you know, hello, other hello decades. The, hello any to other twenties, as long as they sound like the nineties. Yeah. Wow. Well, what well, I will say that it does sound like a lot of different things. Um, uh, chief among them um, is um, Spaceman Three, and uh, a lot of great sixties um, psychedelia. And you know, it's, it's only eight tracks in there, but they're quite long. They're quite involved, and um, I would. I would I would have anyone check it out and Ben if there's a way where you can uh, drop in a little segment I'll let you know which one to hear um mm-hmm, sure. probably track three from memory but um do yourself a favor check out the view from halfway down. And we will support you, Kev. Thank you. Uh, we'll in your, in you your growth, my your quest, journey. my quest. To uh, find and you. we will have an intervention if you happen to stray back in. <laughs> okay, um, I'll just say this in my defence that I was going to choose uh, a band called Yeah Yeah Yes, um, and I, I I was on the same principle, the sense that um, actually there's a lot more in my record collection than just that one genre. So mm-hmm. I need to leave uh, the uh, the stereotypes behind. So this is uh, a farewell. If you like, well, anyone who suffers addiction, you know that uh, uh, it's abstinence. So we will be going around your house and burning anything <laughs> from the nineties because it would yeah. be it would be unjust of us to believe yes, you can right. not Especially those seek temptation when you've hatred. had it. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Those uh, cassettes that you hold yeah. so precious. <laughs> yes, yes. So any any time an album is mentioned, we will do a fact check, mm. see when it was released. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's that's mm. you know, I mean, let's not get carried away here, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> He's back and out. Hey. Okay, good. All right, so jump on to our major sponsor, Spotify, and check out that album. <laughs> uh, and as far as sponsor of the week, this week, we, uh, you know we love to delve into the war years, and this is 30 smash hits from the war years, oh. released on the, the Crest label. Okay, Colonel Bogey's March in there. Oh, look, it would be, mate. It would have to be number we'll one, I'm sure. Um, but we've got here, it's a, it's a gatefold. Beautiful gatefold here. This is recorded by the Australian RAAF. Um, and for those uh, audio files at home, recorded on a Calrec 600 series microphone. Wow. 
One microphone. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, it's all I could afford. They still had rationing. It's so. <laughs> a lot for the Air Force to get themselves through, isn't it? It is. So this was, <laughs> this is the concert band and chorus of the RAAF, directed by squadron leader uh, Ray Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell. Um, Can't go wrong with Mitchell. Who happens to also Mitchell. be the director of music for the Air Force. So... Yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna find high quality stuff on here. You've got yeah. pictures in uh, inside the gatefold here of Churchill and uh, Lancaster bombers and things, just to sort of set the scene. And then we fit how many? Oh, whoa! We've got uh, oh, Jesus! They fit twenty nine, twenty nine <laughs> songs on this thing. Um, <laughs> Knees up, Mother Brown kicks off. With, oh, there we go. Um, when the lights go on all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, nursey, nursey. That's a oh. bit of a saucy one there. We've got mm. Run, Rabbit, Run. Um, Kiss Me Goodnight, Sergeant Major. Uh, we'll Meet Again must be on That was, that was controversial at the time. Mm. Um, we'll Meet Again. Yes, that ends. That actually ends side one. Oh, there we go. Sorry, there's 17 tracks. There's 31 tr- songs on this thing. 17 tracks on side one alone. So We'll Meet Again finishes side one. Side two kicks off with the Colonel Boogie. Um, and then we've got the White Cliffs of Dover, of course. You can't have a war album without that on there. <laughs> and we end, being an Australian release, we end with uh, Waltzing Matilda on there. So, uh, yeah, some good stuff. Uh, lots of nice photos of propaganda, Nazi propaganda, and uh, people running around and uh, dressed up in all, in their uniforms there. Yeah. So, yeah. so gather everyone around the wireless. Mm-hmm. Pop a blanket over Granny's legs. Yeah, she, dig, you know, dig a trench in the backyard. Or <laughs> hop down into it. Hand out the KP rations. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Kids, some kids love a trench. They do. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> do yourself a favour and get down to your local record shop and ask them for a copy of 30 smash hits of the war years. Tell them mm. Lord Ben sent you. All right. We'll so, oh, you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Stop don't carry that. These ridiculous right. requests. Right. I was um, just reminded uh, a couple of weeks ago we recorded one um, with uh, a pipe band, you know, and I was oh, I was going through Cock of the uh, North, yes, yeah, yeah, going through my local town, and I uh, heard a Scottish pipe band pumping out "Advance Australia Fair," and um, <laughs> it was just in the theme of that how they'd started off with Robotrania or something <laughs> in Congress, you know. <laughs> yes. It's just as strange. I was like coming in the corner, going, yeah, "Okay, I've never heard that before." There we go. Yep. I guess it makes sense. Beautiful. Anyway. Moving Very on, good. Ben. Moving on. All right. Now, this has been a, a cracker of a segment. Ah, uh, the feedback. Yeah, it's been mm. so good that I've actually passed the, the mantle over to somebody else to try to make something of it. Um, <laughs> and so Lord Kev's going to do his best to, to lead us through uh, Turn the Page tonight. Oh, why not? So why the not? success of this segment is now resting <laughs> it's all, with Lord It's all on yeah. Lord Kev. Well, as, as I said before, I'm, I'm getting, no out, getting out of this, the 90s. And um, in this case, we're going back to 1967 Ooh, with a, a copy of the Australian Post magazine. And um, I've picked this up at some point when I was studying design, um, sure. which is a very loose uh, <laughs> excuse. <laughs> um, it was very kitschy, this thing, the, 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 the strange combination of um, a wee blonde girl in the sea here um, Beside a, a, an article about um, the post visiting an LSD drug party, Ooh. exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Wow. You'll see there's two there. Um, so obviously, <laughs> um, yeah, they quite were a party. Finding out what, what was going on. And it's right into it there, page two, nightmare party. There's a picture of somebody's <laughs> bejeaned arse just cascading over the... Just like falling over yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, two pe- two people almost kissing party. as well. It's scandalous. Yeah. Scandalous. 
Yeah, that is that's what the young kids were doing. I mean, um, yeah. they were kissing. Disgusting. So, so what's what's just so strange about this is 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 that article on on the um, on the front cover, and then of course there she is, Judy Washington, down at the seafront. So Judy. this this would have caught you friend of the show Judy uh, Washington ten cents back in the day as well yeah fact finds and uh, am I right in saying that as you flick through there's there's further photos of uh, I know in the UK you know the page three girl is is a big thing as you go th- further through here is there other uh, models there's a, there's a huge focus on horrible things happening to teenagers right. at this drug okay. party um, okay. so some very unwell looking young men <laughs> uh, so nothing's changed first case uh-huh. um. Yeah, then we have some uh, some self defence classes. Why not <laughs> at the party? Let's say um, sec- <laughs> second to that. Second to that. Yeah. Um, something about hereditary. So we'll probably not go deep into that this week. Um, I'm the sure it'll be what it is from '67. That I'm sure that'll be totally It'll'd PC. Be bang on, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Um, and then it's all about lots of ads. Um, you know, losing inches quickly, and and, and it's again, it's always the same thing, is it? Um, how little has changed, you mm-hmm. know. Um, on the back here, there's a self-help book which, which can help you uh, with everything. Everything. Um, mind and memory, unlocking the subconscious, developing wow. nerves of steel, um, you name it. Just I'm not sure I want to unlock my unconscious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's a book out there that you can buy to stop you unlocking <laughs> your... You may never be able to get it back <laughs> in the right. box. Yeah, yeah. And is there anything exactly. in that self-help book about uh, being able to repel... You know the effects of LSD because that's surely <laughs> yes. the, the perfect bookend to the magazine. I think if you've got enough self confidence, this this advert seems to suggest that you can achieve anything. You just have to wake up and live. Um, what, what ahead of its high time as well? This one, um, if your car engine has lost its punch, you can repair it with new metal. <laughs> So oh, wow, way, way ahead of wow. its time. Preempting yeah. in you as well. So, yeah. oh, you, so it's yeah. well ahead of the time. All you need is a corn record, <laughs> and um, you'll be cruising down the street in no times. Wow, yeah. we've uncovered the the very formation. Yeah, mm. not bad. I mean, uh, be released even before metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, right. preempted metal, you and that there was going to be a, a return genre. Yeah, <laughs> and finally, an explanation of why that genre exists at all. That's right. um, it's good for all. I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a sign that time travel does exist. It's it possible. Is. It is. So and that's and our little a, clue, right here's there. Here's another kind of interesting. We add this is a. Uh, it's interesting to me, especially it's um, slick swinging, uh, the new ribbed skivvy. Ribs. <laughs> you know, here he is. Ribs for whose pleasure? Yeah. Well, hey. for this guy. Look, he's yeah, 67 he's years old. He's in a charcoal drawing of himself and he's just having the time of his life. Wow. Rib skivvy. Um, a ribbed skivvy. Um, mm, so I, I, that one caught my eye, I think, because um, I didn't actually realise that was a word, if you know what I mean. I, I, I knew it was a, a nickname. Skivvy. But oh, skivvy. Yeah, I didn't realise it was ever yes. a product name as oh, well. Skivvy, uh-huh. yeah. So for those overseas listeners, what would you call it? A turtleneck? Um, yeah. It's, it's like a turtleneck, but it's ugly. a, a tighter, <laughs> ugly, very warm. It's a tighter fitting um, mm. than a you know a turtleneck. We think of more of a jumper. This is yeah, yes. this is like a, a tight fitting, long sleeve shirt with a high neck uh, that you'd roll down. Polar neck, yeah, polar neck, yeah, mm. sure. But there's a great picture here of Richard Burton. Uh, and Elizabeth Taylor, and he's... Um, he looks a bit maggot. Well, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> um, 
but there he is. He's doing that thing that you do when you hook arms round. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you get yourself yes, into your nineteenth yes. vodka tonic. From here, yeah. it just looks like he's wrapped his entire mouth around the top of the glass. Actually, he, do you know what he has? Like, Don't spill it. Yes. <laughs> on closer inspection, I think that's the image that we'll need to put up online. That is quite phenomenal. Oh. He's got his mouth right over it. <laughs> He's going, I don't want any oxygen getting in at the same time. He's saying, I just, Liz, I just want the pure I alcohol. I have to tell you one more time, darling, this. And there we go. I won't delve too deeper into that. It's, um, oh. But yeah, just a kitschy, wonderful, strange mm-hmm. old world that that came from. Um, yeah. Those and, 10 and cents in the day, do you remember how much it cost you when you bought it? I do. Apart not, from your dignity. No. So. no. <laughs> I think I got it from some second hand place. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there we go. The Australian Post. Very May. Good. 1967. Well done, Lord Kev. I think you've kept the the, the uh, segment alive yes. with that one. The non-visual visual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. It's, it's, yeah, it's very. We we'll have to uh, we we'll have to see if that makes a cut for for next year's uh, mm. series of shows. But that's, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that one for this. Episode. <laughs> we'll just see. Kev. Yeah, no, we've got nothing else to replace with. So Give it your best. You're definitely in for this show. Yeah. <laughs> very good. All right. Well, now onto the onto the part that we've all been waiting for. Just uh, so nervous. I know it is. I, I've got. You probably can sense it in my voice, but it is. It is a nerve wracking experience to sit here and about to just before you lay know, your soul out on the on the table. Yeah. Before we get right into it, I mean, how yeah. did you how did you find it? How did you whittle it down? Uh, well, it's we funny. I, I did have a bit of uh, performance anxiety, I will say. Mm-hmm. Even as, as late as today, I had some performance really? anxiety. Surely these, have been, um, surely these have been set in stone for years. Well, they have. A Good lot thing. of these have. The top five or six is, is yeah. set in stone. Um, Chiselled. Chiselled. <laughs> but Are you hinting at cold chisel? Are you saying the it's cold chisel? Sure. Or bones, it's set in stone. That's oh, it. set in stone. Set rolling oh, stone. Yeah. But I did. I I flip flopped. Even today, I I took one out mm-hmm. and 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 added another into the top ten. I have to say, I'm expecting some surprises. I'm expecting some things. Yeah. Although you know, there's certain bonds. Well, I think there. I think you will find there is some surprises in there. Um, there'll be some things in there which are pretty obvious because I think I've already said in other shows this is this has been my top ten. <laughs> yeah. Zeppelin. 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 Winner. <laughs> Just anyway, enough albums. How do you how do you even start? How do you um, cobble it down from what thirty to twenty? You know, how do you? Um, oh, look! I would have a good idea of my top thirty, yeah. and I would know if this album. I would know if any album my own would be in my top hundred or thirty or whatever. It's about the order, really. That's what it came down to. Yeah, right. And so that's about, that's what you've done that the rest of us haven't. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. So that was the core part of the brief. That was yeah. the hard bit of sure, the brief where you right. have to actually give an order yeah. and, and you know. Say, it was, which it, is the your clue was in the word top and the other word ten, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it should have been fairly obvious, but um, <laughs> not not a ten. Yes, <laughs> what are you? What's what's a ten? Yeah, what's a ten albums? You know, That's it. Hmm. all right. Well, without further ado, and uh, for those playing the drinking <laughs> game and and the uh, the bingo game over here, mm-hmm. who had um, mid uh, who had frightened rabbit. As the artist at number ten. Oh nope, no. Nope. Oh, hang on, let me. That's oh, our first no. Scottish artist no. of the night. It is. It is. Kev. Well wow. Um, so we've got uh, number ten. We've got Midnight Organ Fight by Frightened Rabbit, two thousand and eight. In Christ, we've all had a midnight organ fight once in a while. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, <clears throat> this is their second album, but the first album was sort of mostly demos and things. So it's it's really their first sort of proper studio album, and it's a it's very much a breakup album. So incredible lyrics and melodies on this album um 
and the lyrics are, are just very dark and, and, you know, everything you expect from a horrific breakup <laughs> type of album. And, and um, being a sort of a, an indie band, there's no holds barred. It's not a nice breakup. It's very, very, very rough and raw. But the melodies are so uplifting and beautiful and the, and the song structures and things like that. It just, it's like there's such a juxtaposition between the two. And where are they makes from? just such an intriguing... They're from Scotland. Okay. Um, uh, what are your... Uh, this is 2008. This was okay. released. Um, so uh, Scott Hutchinson's the lead, the lead guy. And again, uh, there's a tragedy tied to this in that he actually uh, committed suicide only two years ago. I think 2018 at 36. So wow. you know, struggled with depression and, and all mm. kinds of mental illnesses and things over the period. Um, and that comes out a lot in the in the songs. But uh, some beautiful, beautiful music and yeah, great loss to to lose him. But yeah, just a fantastic album, uh, and I just couldn't have it. It was one of the ones that I, I had sort of on the fringe, and then on the in and out. Mm-hmm. And I thought I just couldn't. It's probably been one of my most the most important albums to me personally too over the last yeah. sort of five years or so, or mm. five to ten years. So okay. I just could not have it. And it was the one that somehow snuck into the ten over, yeah, yeah, over yeah. other favourites. When I was, you know, I was looking at other albums, I thought, yes, that's a yeah. It's hard to how do you again how do you choose your children? Mm. But this one just. We're talking about favourite and not yeah. best. Yes. You chose your children. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. So the song I'm going to play off this one is uh, "Heads Roll Off," or sorry, "Head Rolls Off" um, by Frightened Rabbit. Jesus, as If it made it into your top ten, I mean, it's, yeah, it's really you know, worth it's, checking it's, out the whole album. There's some really good songs on there. It's booted some, out some, you know. Yeah, so. uh, and, I'll, and I've taken the liberty of actually putting. I'll probably at the end of this, I'll, I'll throw out the five that just didn't make it, right. so to mm-hmm. speak. Cool, just for a bit mm-hmm. of fun. But um, yeah, check out that whole album. It's Number really 10. good. Reminds Ooh. me of a, another band. Um, and I, I, this is something that's come up. Me and my brother like a lot of the same music, and he's just a couple of years younger than me, so mm. he's a huge fan of Frightened Rabbit. Yeah. But yeah. I was much more into Idlewild, who I feel like they were very, very much similar. Yeah, okay. inspired by and very similar to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great choice. I just want to commiserate with, you know, it's like when you play the National Lottery, and you've got your, <laughs> and <laughs> you don't get ball. the first number, yeah. you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not winning a million dollars tonight. It's like, what's the point? You yeah. just walk away, you yeah. kick the television. Yeah. So, I think when, when Ben shares with us his choices later on, that will be his top criteria is to stop us guessing mm. anything. <laughs> so I should I meant to mention at the start too, I've, I've done a gratuitous flex here and actually pulled the top ten albums on vinyl from my collection. <laughs> so... 
I'm happy to pass around. Oh my god! Uh, as we go around, I'm happy to pass around the Again, albums here. Just such great non-visual visuals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners are going to love this. Everyone playing just have loving a, this. Have for, a look at that for the listeners <laughs> at home. <laughs> Alan is hold that up to the mic. Hold that up to the mic. Russell, it, Russell, it's protected. Yeah. Oh, you can hear that. Oh, yeah, he's really holding that, isn't he? Very good. All right. So moving on, number nine. I like the picture of the frightened rabbit on the front. Yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> if only you guys could see this, really. <laughs> so fun, funnily enough, Scott Hutchison d- did all his does his own artwork as well. Oh, his, okay. his records, so. Anyway, uh, number nine. Number nine number is nine. the greatest Australian album ever recorded, Diorama by Silverchair. Yeah. That had to be in there again. Damn. I. I Changed the position a couple of times, but it just had to be in there at number nine. I think most of our points are going to come in the top five. (laughs) This is a beautiful experimental album, a band that went from, Mm. you know, grunge wannabes, you know, Nirvana in pyjamas, as they used to call them, Mm -hmm. um, to just a mature... I've never heard that before. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) A mature experimental Mm. um, Mm. band. This album is just such great psychedelic stuff there's proggy stuff on there you got van dyke parks um scores all the yeah these mm. lush arrangements on this thing well, was it um, uh, was it uh, after uh, i can't remember the singer's name after he did something with paul mack daniel G- yeah it was after the uh can't believe it's not butter uh, ep that he did with paul mack yeah uh-huh. uh, i think it was actually oh you got it must have been around the same i'm time, just trying to think it was after the dissociatives as well i think this mm. is actually oh, okay yeah I think this is just before the dissociatives, right? But he'd done he'd done the can't believe it's not butter mm-hmm. EP with Paul Mack. So yeah. definitely, definitely spreading the, spreading his wings. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, just a great great album. Um, go out and listen to the whole thing. I could pl- I could have played a bunch of tracks off this, but I've oh, one's only necessary. <laughs> I've chosen um, I've chosen <laughs> to go with a song called "Love Your Life." It's a lovely album as well. This is 180 gram, folks. Um, <laughs> audiophile. You can hear pressing. the. You can hear the weight. Oh, you can. Like I'm, my arms are getting exhausted mm. just holding it up. But uh, on the back as well, Daniel Johns is sporting the world's stupidest goatee. So <laughs> yes. it doesn't detract from the album. That's right. But I just wanted to note. It's probably right. a good thing you can't see the cover. Yeah, that's right. I think to uh, uh, regular listeners, sorry, our regular listener wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> To find them, you you have brought them up subtly. Yes, yeah. Mm. Um, over the time, whenever we've talked yeah, about very underrated Australian band. I know, no. it's, I know. It's one of those things. Like with the Beatles, obviously they've been a very successful Australian band over the years, but very underrated in their actual non mm-hmm. like the non commercial stuff in the, yeah. in just their yeah. musical the critical claim and the, and the actual musicality of the, the stuff they do. And so interesting also to watch Daniel Johns just grow as a oh, as a songwriter yeah, in front of us all. Incredible. Mm. All right, on to number eight. And number eight. This is eight already. Now I've scored nothing. Now yeah. I, I had those guys in my in my list of of you know mm-hmm. thoughts, but they didn't make. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, so just throw me a bone. Very good. So at number eight, uh, we have uh, Hounds of Love, Kate Bush, nineteen eighty five. 
um, her finest album, my opinion. Um, just really it's her first album where she could, I guess, deliver the full vision of what she wanted in an album. It was recorded at, at her home studio, um, so she had time and, and the ability to, to develop what she wanted. Uh, this thing manages to... It's one of these albums, I think we've sort of talked about this in the past, where you can manage to balance critical acclaim and great musician, you know, great songwriting with commercial success. Mm. You know, this thing had just hit after hit off it. Um, you know, with Running Up the Hill, obviously Hounds of Love, Big Sky, Cloud Busting, um, you know, great, yeah, great just, pop stuff on side one. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. When you flip it over, it turns into this beautiful proggy concept piece on the on the second side mm. and you've got things like and dream of sheep and under ice which is just a, mm. it's a, actually a horrifying soundscape and mm. like it's just really experimental but but so listenable at the same time like it's mm. um yeah an incredible incredible album so hounds of love at number eight sure thing. um and so that's how, how do you choose a song for that one yeah so i've gone i've tried to go with not maybe the obvious choice i've just gone with cloud busting which i find is one that doesn't get probably as much uh, play as it should on that. Amazing moments song. on that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, just yeah. every single song's just got something that's yeah. there that nobody yeah. else could have done. Yeah. Which uh, is incredible. Yeah, no, one of my favourites. Um and, and a real uh there's a real depth to it, isn't there? It's it's almost scary uh uh the the depth throughout everything. Mm. You know? Yeah. This isn't just a just throw a little track. No. You know, there's it's almost like there are no filler because each song you yeah. imagine is was torture to give birth to. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think what again, it's just amazing that you can have such poppy things that can hit the charts, but this they're, they're so they're so interesting. So yeah, like this yeah, musically yeah, they're so yeah, interesting yeah. and intricate in all that. And the, the previous album, um, she probably tried to be a little too ambitious and, and you know, it sort of didn't it didn't quite hit that the the commercial side, which you know, I'm sure she wasn't trying to be totally commercial, but this thing just happens to meld the two, the the ambition with just these perfectly crafted pop songs mm. and then still all, you know, the experimental stuff and that as well. So, yeah, that had to be... Yeah, I mean, that's the paradox, isn't it? She's yeah, going out it. with these singles that chart really well and she's yeah. an international superstar and then it's a double album. That's right. With, as you say, <laughs> you know, these big the experimental as well. So it's... Yeah, very few people can um, can just pull that off. So. Mm. Yeah, it's a strange, strange time to be doing it. Yeah, mm. really. So, yes, that's Hounds of Love at number eight. And well, I'm shot, so... <sighs> Because apparently the, the <laughs> prize was if you got them all, then you were allowed to leave the Lords of Loud, right? That's right. And, and if, you're, if, if you're playing at home, you could finally go, well, I don't need to listen anymore because uh -huh. I've nailed Ben's top ten. That's yep, that's I'm right. done. Mm. All right. And now... Uh, number seven. Yeah, number seven is Time by ELO. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, had them cool. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Come on. So Time by ELO. And this is, this is a concept album uh, released in 1981 and panned by just about everybody. But this is just such an incredible album when you really listen to it. 
Um, so why do you think it got panned? Just the wrong time? I think it was probably the wrong time. Yeah, wrong time. Um, it's It can be seen as indulgent. I, like I could, I can see how it could have been seen as indulgent at the time. Looking back now, you can I, all I see is it being influent. Like I see so many bands that would have been influenced by this, you know, um, this sort of parody of the future. Mm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're on spaceships flying. Like it's the first line of one of the key songs is like "Remember the good old 1980s," and mm-hmm. you know, and they they're one of the songs is called like "Ticket to the Moon," and you know, it's all this stuff about space flight and and. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll play. I'll play the, the song I'm going to play. Actually, has a great line about um, you know he's falling in love with a, a you know, this other robot or whatever you know, but his his last other one was an IBM or something like. <laughs> so, you know, it's these great lines about um, technology and, and the future and stuff like that, and just some great '80s synth beats and yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Some great. So stuff. it was a one big concept album. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a one big concept album, and and I don't know how it get, get and, just and doesn't. I don't know if people just don't see it in the right light, or sure. by that time they were they were over ELO and just yeah, yeah. you know they just wouldn't give it them a chance. Or so how many albums and oh, this is yeah, they... this is well in this is um probably about their I don't know off the top of my head, but I'd, if I had to guess, I'd say about their eighth studio album. Yeah. What's the so something that came up? Eighty one. Eighty one. But something that came up when I was doing it was, you know, you you knew Ella would be in there. Mm, mm. So they've got you know four hundred sixty seven albums. Yeah. yeah How yeah. do you? Yeah, and I you know could have, what I, mean? I could have chosen yeah you know, Discovery or Out of the Blue or whatever. But yeah. this this as a as an album, those albums are quite patchy. Yes, there's some great stuff on there. But yeah. There's also not yeah. You know, there's some weaker stuff on there. This thing just from start to finish just plays really well for me so i, just, I mean it appears I to it. me like there's only 23 songs on here ben. <laughs> what's going on what, right. what, I, what i love though is i know ben accused alan of putting an album in his top 10 that alan didn't like what i love about ben he's put an album in his top 10 that nobody likes yeah that's right <laughs> i love that i really i like that that's just yeah. Criti- that's critically it. rejected Crit- yeah. and, and, co- and commercially disdained that's right, that's right. Yeah, it's stinker yeah, it's an absolute stinker that's right all right, so we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play "Yours Truly," two thousand ninety-five, off this album. Listen for the IBM lyric. How's that? It. <laughs> Sounds like some of that, that sort of nineties revival of some of that discoy stuff. And mm. sounds like about four songs at once. It's what it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do you know? Is this uh, pre or post Xanadu? Ah, this is this is post Xenadu. Maybe that was the problem. I think Xenadu was eighty. Yeah, so everyone didn't forgive him for that. Yeah, and potentially. Then, so oh, the next well, one he put 80, out, he went eighty or eighty-two. Actually, that's we'd have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah, right. It actually sounds a bit like uh, I'm trying to think of what the regurgitator song is. Polyester Girl. Yeah, yep. yeah, something yeah, in yeah, there. Like yeah, Polyester I like Girl. that. Which yeah, is again that that you can tell, yeah, which was you can the, tell they're influenced by that kind of sound on that. Yeah, thing. yeah, absolutely. To me, this sounds like. Um, the type of thing that begins your top ten, if you like prog music, and I mean that is yeah, yeah, a kind of yeah. a weird 
yeah. a comment slash compliment. It's like, uh, this is, you know, you're someone who's, who knows the genre, mm. right? Mm. And this sounds like instantly like, oh my God. It <laughs> is the type of thing, you know, that if you're just kind of prejudiced against it, sure. you throw your hands up and Being you go, very oh. Hard to- <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'd encourage, I'd encourage people to, and that's probably the thing about this. Yes, there's, yeah. there's certainly plenty of proggy. I'm not going to try to, you know, convince you there's not proggy elements in that. <laughs> um, but it's so much more poppy than, yeah, than what yeah, you would yeah. think as a prog. Yes. Yeah, prog can often be, you know, sort of dreary and, and minor keys and mm. different, you know, weird sort of signature, time signatures, whatever. This thing's very poppy. And maybe but that's still with the concept. That's where it didn't work. It works for you as someone who's yeah, interested absolutely. in seeing how absolutely. they develop, but it might not work for their base. Yeah. You know, and mm. I'm all for things not working for people's base right now. Sure. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> sure. All right. So at number six. <sighs> I'm still looking to get a point in the ball. Has anyone yeah. got a point in the ball? Right. We're getting close to the, the Nobody's series. Nobody's got anything. Yeah. I, I, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> At number six, we've got the mollusk, Ween. Oh, uh, the 19, <laughs> 1997. One of the one of the great albums ever recorded. Yes. Um, this is the follow-up to their uh, 12 great, uh, twelve country greats. Of, of, <laughs> never get the order right, but 12 great country songs or whatever, which it was an incredible album, in all in one genre, obviously, in country genre. Uh, this season branching out into an album which is has a sort of a, a nautical theme running through it, hence the sort of mollusk name, but mm-hmm. they really are branching out into all different... There's psych stuff on here, there's proggy stuff on here, there's... Sea like shanties. Sea shanties on here. <laughs> there's like all kinds of stuff on this It's thing. an awesome album. It's Ooh. a really, really good album. I missed the artist. Um, Who's this? Ween. Queen, yeah. okay. Um, I swear to God, I thought you said Queen. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've released some odd stuff, but as far as I remember, no sea shanties. Yeah. So Flat-bottomed is- pirates. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, so again, this is a tough one to, to pick a song off, but I've gone with um, a really proggy number on this one, um, which is uh, Buckingham Green. You're just giving in to it. <laughs> Managed to incorporate some uh, some other favourites like Peter Gabriel, you know, yeah, yeah, in, in, into uh, into someone else's album. So it's like I, I can't choose everyone, so, <laughs> so I'll choose Ween when they're sounding like Peter Gabriel, right? <laughs> and, and maybe a little bit of you know Beatles. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, just yeah. Weave, sure. the, weave it all in three for the price of one. I, so I, I just love the the their ability to uh, to add that lightness to it. Mm. Without getting right into the, oh, if you yeah. on face value, they're all parody songs, mm. you know, mm. and that's mm. and that's this is we've talked about it before, where you have, you know, those people who can do the parody stuff, but just musically, it's just immaculate. Yes. Like mm. that when I pulled it off, there it goes into this incredible guitar solo, which is just mind boggling. It'd fit on any, you know, metal record or, yeah, or yeah. prog record or whatever. Great musicianship, and yeah, it's, it's it is that. It's great when you see those people who are doing very 
you know, parody songs, but mm. great musicianship and, mm-hmm. and some cool lyrics and things in, thrown in there for, you know, even though they're meant to be funny. The, the, it's, yeah, it's really cool. So what yeah. year was this? Uh, that's 97. Thanks, yeah. We're on your wheelhouse, yeah. man. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. near enough. I, um, I get the feeling that most... Uh, most there's a band the called uh, Guided by Voices. Sorry, did I send the... Yeah. Must have been... It's got oh. a really great cover, that one, too. So. <laughs> there's, a, there's a band called Guided by Voices, and they, um, they were sounded like... Uh, that, that that first like snippet you played there, it would have been their raison d'etre to just chop it there and get on to the next song. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> who took that kind of really small part of that yeah. type of thing yeah. and made an album with thirty different songs. So out you of can it. imagine well, that, and then I it, don't imagine that's what happened in the no, rest no, of that no. song. <laughs> so that plays out, <laughs> and then the it opposite. cuts into like a sea shanty and you know, like yeah. type yeah. thing. It's just yeah, brilliant. Cool. Um, I'm interested. I'll check that out. All right. So top five. Top five. Hang on. Before we get the top five, what I loved so far, and we'll see if it continues on, I get the feeling most of those albums so far would be really good at that LSD party that Ted mentioned before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That you would just mix. be awesome. Good yeah, pretty much everything would be good at that LSD party. <laughs> the pictures I've seen. Anyway. All right. So number five. Number five. Wait, yeah. no, okay. I hope, I hope you guys go. start wrapping up some go. points at this point. I'll right. tell you that at number five I had Spice Girl, Space World. So <laughs> I'm hoping that... Mate, uh, you've got it. Four points for Kev. No, bad. Michael Jackson. Oh, oh, fuck oh. me. Jeez. His greatest <laughs> album. And uh, basically could, could be a greatest hits. Yeah, it could be a greatest hits. It's yeah, got, there are a lot of hits on it. It's, you know, it's, it's got obviously the title track on there. It's It's got, you know... Dirty Diana. You've and got did you know Siberian this is an interesting fact? Not many people know this, but bad on that album actually means good. Mm. It was a whole flip. <laughs> yeah. So don't be confused. Uh, yep. Oh, there was that joke at the time. What was uh, what was Michael Jackson's next album? Worse. Mm. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, it was. But that yeah, was, pretty, it was actually. <laughs> I think so things is, got worse, but, but and, worse and worse for Michael. Yeah, so this, this is king, a, the king of pop. Yeah, it was a cork. Just perfecting everything that he'd started on Thriller, whereas Thriller had sort of, you know, a bit more of a, well, it was a bit hit and miss, obviously mm. some massive songs on there, um, but there's some slower things on there that just, you know, didn't quite work. This thing's just hit from yeah. start to finish. And just, it's almost yeah, like he just, on, he just stopped being a sort of mainstream sort of safe pop star and just decided to be something, mm. you know, uh, out there in AG. And it's kind of like his version of out there in AG. And, um, yeah. Let, let me... Let me say something controversial. Mm. Isn't it just because you're a little, you were a little young for Thriller? Uh, no, because when I, I was mean, in I, a Thriller, all the stuff I listened to is no, before no, no. I was born. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, yeah. Okay, yeah he no, he right. was a young, but I don't know. When I was listening to Thriller, I'd agree with Ben that yeah. Bad really pulls it all together in a way yeah, that Thriller, Thriller couldn't. Yeah, Thriller has some great hit. Great, you know, mm. it's got some great songs on it. No, you know, Beat It and Thriller and. You know, um, Billy Jean obviously is classic, mm. whatever. But there's a bunch of stuff on there. But this thing just feels more accomplished. It feels mm. more modern. Like when you go back and listen to it, this is something that could, you know, feels more modern or, or contemporary than, than sure. Thriller. Sounds just slightly dated to me when I, I go back okay. and listen to it. It doesn't hold up as well as, as right. bad. So, And, yeah, Man in the Mirror. How can you? And yeah. Dirty Diana, which I'm about to play now. I mean, just killer. Dirty. Started Papa was a rolling stone. You never make me stay, so take your weight off of me. I know your every move, so won't you just let me be? I've been here times before, but I was too blind to see that you seduce every man. This time you won't seduce me. Just saying that's okay. Hey, baby, do what you want. 
Yeah, it's sharper, isn't it? Like, uh, as you said, uh, mm. Thriller's, you know, there's a real polished pop about it. This is mm. certainly a sharper album. Mm. You know, there's there's a lot it's more. It's just more even, I think, in songwriting. It's... Yep. Even though even though McCartney appears on Thriller, you know, I could have... Yeah. <laughs> could have done that. Might have, could have gone for, for that one. Yep. Oh, and yeah, it does drag it down a bit. All right. Well, I think I think these, the last four hit, I would hope. Come on. Everybody right. gets points on. Come on. All right, on. come on. Number four. Number four. So far. Everyone world. at home, come on. Number four. Number four. OK Computer, Radiohead. Oh, shit. 1997. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. OK. <laughs> I was in my top 20, but I oh, hadn't done yeah. it. Oh, man. Mm. Classic, classic album. Yes. Changed the genre. Uh, well, it wasn't a genre. It created a genre, really. Um, and just this, when this thing came out, it just didn't sound like anything else that, that was out. When you heard Paranoid Android and mm. the, the start mm. of that with the, the little melodies and the electrical stuff and le- electrical, electronic stuff mixed with the you know, the other instrumentation, so mm. it just, just sounded different. Like it mm. just didn't mm. even yeah. sound like anything else. You know, Soundscapes, yeah. That's as much sound- as I love the bands, you know, that's that sounded like just a – you know, what, similar to some other stuff that was sort of happening at the time, this thing just sounded totally different. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wish they'd continued. I wish they'd at least done another album or two mm-hmm. uh, exploring that mix of, of electronic and, and mm. traditional instrumentation uh, instead of just jumping straight into the <laughs> wholeheartedly into the sort of electronic stuff. But, That's um, right, yeah. And, and I mean, as the, much as I do the enjoy... The wonderful kid here, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as much as I love Kid A and, and Amnesiac mm. and, you know, and How to Thief and, and, you know, whatever, but this just had a... Yeah. This just had a perfect balance. Um, yeah. You know, even right to the end, the, the tourist is one of my favourite songs on that. Um, oh, there's just so many good. Well, well there's a there's for me there's a there's a major guitar element in there. You know, it's mm. always there. Yeah. Mm. That that you know, to a lesser extent, never featured again. I mean, yeah, there are songs in other albums where you go, oh yeah, that's a, you know, that's mm-hmm. a significant. It's playing a significant part. But right there, as you said, it's a nice mix of yeah. Uh, yeah. I just think there. I think they'd taken it to its logical conclusion there. I mean, if I want to get you know yeah, a bit yeah. high floating about it, like when, what they did on Paranoid Android was almost to just distill everything that happened before. Yeah. Mm. And like I remember hearing it, and I, I sort of was loving the song. Of course, it's great. And then I seen it on live on like a Jules Holland or something like that. And just to watch them play and the mm. interplay of the electronics mm. and just the taste that they had. Um, to, to to do these incredible guitar parts and then stop yeah and then the, the bravery to just jump into a different part um and the way the band did that left on left on left on and then brought it together as like some eight minute masterpiece it was just like yeah mm. okay everyone else can just <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know rethink what they've been up to yeah, you know yeah, um, yeah that's it, it was like you know i'm a fan of um, the valentines and what they did with the guitar was um, they w- they pushed it in another direction. They just went into like mm. a different level of effects and just mm. like layer mm. upon layer upon layer. But this was like a real mm. um, hybrid experience, you know. As, yeah, as you yeah. said before, like it's the time of electronic music and everything's pushing in that direction. They've got a jazz drummer, mm. yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, right. But at the same time, they're mixing it with all sorts of samples. Yeah. Um, and, an- and another, yeah, ninety seven. There's the mollusk and there's this, and it's just. Yeah, they're, they're very different oh, albums. That's the mollusk. I mean, just put them on back to back. That's right. Yeah, they're very different albums in so many ways, but there's, it was just, they were the two albums that stood out um, mm. just because they were doing such different stuff to what was just yeah. out there. Mm, yeah. You know, they, they were just really at another level at that time. So, yeah, so we'll hear Paranoid Android now, which, yeah. Yeah. Such Oof. a great song. Thank you, Phil. Mm. 
Getting that before, mm. you know, it was um, it was it was a combination of some mm. things, and um, you never again heard quite the sort of mm. vocal dynamics yeah. on songs. It and became I, up more and I think subdued, and, and I guess that's for me that was a shame because I think he's got one of the great instrumental voices, and I felt like they pushed that aside a bit. You know, there's 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 some nice performances on there. Mm. You know, Pyramid Song of Amnesiac, and there's yeah, there's plenty of great mm. things along there, but. This album, he's using his voice really as an yeah. instrument, mm. you know, and it's that, like you say, the dynamics, and it's just, yeah, really adds to the actual songs and stuff. And and again, isn't that that's an you know, uh, it's almost like it's the perfect combination of personalities that can create an album like this. Because again, when you you know going back to the comments about guitars, um, just trying to work out what's. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kev's just Kev. taking a shirt off. In the middle of the studio. And he's, uh, he's rubbing his nipples. <laughs> we didn't need um, the, the audience didn't need that, mate. No, they, look, if we that's, can describe record covers, we can describe that's, Kev. That's for our eyes. That's Kev. Jeez. I'll explain in a minute. He's um, a, yeah, please. Uh, so what I was trying to say before, I just lost all train of thought. Yeah. Um, that's right. A little, little aroused. And isn't this the problem when? Is it hot in here? <laughs> When the perfect combination of people can can go from creep, which you know, when you look back, yeah, you know, that, that mm. was a traditional guitar song, you know, riff, blah blah blah. Yep. And then you get to this point, but if you're going to get to this point, it means you've got a bunch of personalities who aren't happy to go. Well, let's just do okay, computer number two. Yeah. And then okay, sure. it's like no, 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 mm. they're just going to keep going. And yeah. and for the you know for the, for the audience. Sure. Who dare to go with them? It means you're going to have to say goodbye to some yeah. of those elements look, you really like. All, all credit to them. I just felt mm. like there was probably, you know, a couple of steps between OK Computer and, and Kid A, you know, that yeah, they yeah. could have maybe explored. <laughs> you feel like there was a lost album. Yeah. 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 Just like, I know you're on an artistic journey, but um, I just want another record. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, well, number I should, ex- three. I just, I should ex- explain ah, the sorry, please, please, please explain yeah, yourself. Yeah. Why are you stripping in the middle of the studio? So <laughs> I, I, I was wearing a bl- my bloody Valentine t-shirt tonight and mm. I, I got my reference in there. So I challenged myself to get one in and then I could change into a Beatles t-shirt for your top three. Very good. <laughs> so Very again, nice. non-visual yep. visuals. Yep, here. non-visual visuals. Yeah. What, wow. I, what I love about that is that under our guys before of you wanting to step away from the noise, we now have to burn that shirt, right? <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> Not um, the one you're wearing. The one you just took off. Yeah. You know, you'd have a hard job um, <laughs> on that one. But yeah, I, I, I'm not sure at what point in the week that I decided, oh, aye, it was five minutes before I left the house. Right. Um, <laughs> I wanted to wear this new T-shirt that I'd got. So um, then I thought, oh, I've got to put my Beatles T-shirt on for the top three uh, mm-hmm. just to see if I was close Very to good. it. Well, so I appreciate the effort. Thanks. And and the scary thing is uh, Lord Al. I appreciate Al. your nipples, frankly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the hair. Lord Al is wearing Pink Floyd underwear, and who knows where we're going. Mm. Oh, no, no, I'm not wearing them yet. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to change into them. Oh. That's right. Wow. So where are we? Where are we? In Number this? three. Number three. Number Come three. on. Give me a point. 
Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Yes! Elton oh, John. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Jesus. Oh, bingo, everyone. Bingo. And, and not, I didn't have it at number three, but I've at least got it there. So hang on, right. I get a point for... Oh, yeah. You get a point for the artist, point for the album, but if you have them yes. in the right spot, you get two points for each. No. So okay. uh, just two points for just me. Just two. And I have to tell you, listeners, this album, it's a, uh, whoop, sorry, it's a gatefold. Yeah, gatefold, or is it double album. Do, yeah, double album. It's actually it three feels, discs. Three discs. I was going to say it feels like at least one of them is made of gold. It's uh, <laughs> quite, quite a heavy package. Oh, it does right. have a gold sticker on it, so, you know, it's quality. Well, so, it's, it's a literal. This is just a, a masterpiece of an album. It's got you know hits on there, uh, you know, "Candle in the Wind" and um, uh, yeah, obviously the title track "Goodbye Yellow Bit Road," "Benny and the Jets," "Benny and the Jets," and, mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff on there. Um, you know, "Love Lies Bleeding," "Funeral for Friends," the opening track for this Elton still uses that as his uh, concert opener to this mm-hmm. day. Incredible bit of prog. Uh, Music, a uh, bit of instrumentation that goes on for about, oh God knows, 40 minutes or something. It's fantastic. Um, but as the album progresses through, there's just so much stuff on those later discs, which are just some of his best stuff. And it's just things that people haven't really heard of. I mean, Saturday Night or, or Is It Right for Fighting's on there at the end. Yeah, um, okay. But songs like Roy Rogers and uh, lots of other bits and pieces towards the end of the album, which are really worth investigating. And uh, for people under 40, it came out when? Uh, 73. 73, yeah. Yes. And it was, where, where did it fall in his so releases clue, at that stage? Clue for people playing at home, the next two albums were from 73. Uh, well, I got yeah. one of them at least. Yes. Oh. Um, so, um, yeah, so this is about his, I want to say, again, I pull me up on this, but about his fifth or sixth studio okay. album, yeah. probably. Um, but, yeah, just a classic. Absolutely mm-hmm. classic. No, Couldn't go past Sonic that. Animation did a song called Love Lies Bleeding, so I don't know if that's a cover. Yeah, it'd be a cover of that, probably. Uh, I'll have to yeah. hear that again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play no Yeah, so I'm going to play something which is not one of the hits. Uh, beautiful little ditty which is typifies just you know the, the variety on this album. Um, and this is uh, the song has no title. Uh, oh, come on. From just give us one. <laughs> from Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Tune me into the wild side of life I'm an innocent young child sharp as a knife Take me to the garrets where the artists are dying Show me the courtrooms where the judges are lying Let me drink deeply from the water and the wine Light colored candles in dark dreary mines Look in the mirror and stare at myself And wonder if that's really me on the shelf What's always so interesting to me is like how American Elton John sounds Mm, Like, and and I mean like seeped in the blood like Americana (laughs) Like it just doesn't sound like Mm. an English dude called Reginald (laughs) In any way, shape or form Um, yeah, and just yeah, get a shout out to Bernie Taupin. There's some absolutely incredible lyrics on that thing as well. Bernie. He's probably listening. Mm. Oh yeah, big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. So shout out to you, Bernie. You? Another great uh, yeah. lyrical presentation there for him. From Joe, drop us a line on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you again. And this is um, this is a real purple patch for him, right? Like like oh, this yeah. is a real yeah, sweet yeah. spot for. Yeah, he's got this, and then Brown Dirt Cowboy. He's doing uh, Madman Across the Water. Mm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, is, he had a purple patch that lasted about ten years and about seven mm, yeah. number oh, one I mean, albums in the US. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I'd say to people who, to you know, who just the name Elton John just makes them instantly cringe is to yeah check out that those early to mid seventies mm, mm. albums are just absolutely incredible. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Okay. Sure. A lot of draws. Here we go. I'd, that I'd was be surprised three. if people don't have these in there. Was number their three. Okay. So Netflix, number two. This is his second favorite album of all time. Of all time ever. And the the controversy here is that had this been greatest album, like if it, my opinion on the greatest album ever made, this could be any day. These two are interchangeable depending on the you know mm-hmm. how you might. So earlier this morning, <laughs> could have been not earlier this morning, but one. had it been a different, slightly different category, like I say, if it had been sure. my impression of the greatest album ever ever uh, recorded, as opposed to my favourite, okay, um, okay, then this could be oh, there. Well, and it's Dark Side of the Moon. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh. So how many yes. points? I won't even bother passing that around. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep it away from Kevin. I'll throw it to Wendy. <laughs> so so if you if you nailed it in the right position, it's four points all yep, together. Four points. Four points. If, wow. you get, if you get the artist and the album in the in the position, that's four oh, points. I didn't even think to write down Pink Floof. What? Which what? is kind of amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> quite amazing. I know. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you say? Just uh, it's immaculate from start to finish. The musicianship, the experimentation, the the soundscapes that they create. It's, it's space rock at its absolute best. It's the peak of that sort of. Um, it's mm-hmm. what prog rock promised to be or potentially promised to be but never very mm. few bands could actually create something that actually worked on on, mm. on all of those levels you know um it told a story from start to finish the lyrics water's lyrics on that are just so good mm. so i can't even i can't even speak more highly of, of some of the stuff that he writes on that in us and them um in time mm. uh, and even, even though cool. some of the songs i wouldn't say they're loose in structure they're loose Bits in it, but it never rambles in the way that other no, prog albums no, can. That's right. So. There's no, there's no indul- there's no point of indulgence on this, which is you know, one of the big <coughs> critiques of <laughs> one of the big <laughs> critiques of prog stuff. Mm. You know, it's like, well, let's go off and do a ten minute noodle yeah. on, on this one yeah. bit. You know, I mean, they did do they did do a song seven four times, so you know, so, they still sure still managed to represent. They're still hitting the the prog brief, mm. but mm. Uh, doing it in a very tasteful and, and yeah. very tight way. Just a yeah, brilliant album, start to finish. So, and isn't isn't the biggest problem for them is that that they they peaked and it just smashed them right. This like this is mm. this is the seeds of their death right in the in the success of it all. Because yeah, what what it. more can you do, do once you you've done there? this? That's right. Mm. And yeah. so everything from then on was yeah. <laughs> and famously, you know, spent whatever you know four thousand years on the charts and mm. yeah. sold a squillion records and that yeah, yeah so commercial like again for an album that you pick up and try to put on like the first time i tried to put it on i couldn't get halfway through it and was like this is ridiculous like what mm. the hell is this all about when i was a you know 14 or something yeah, yeah. and um but you know so for an album that is yeah you know, certainly not a uh, most people bought it for the single money you know yeah yeah General people who weren't into into the mm. band or or that style of music would have gone, oh, money! I love that. So, you know, on the radio, um, would put it on and probably go, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know. Um, so for a song that, so for an album, to have the commercial success it did with the type of music it is is yeah. quite incredible. Mm. Yeah. You think it, it it won people over? You know, sucked people into yeah, yeah. its thing. Sucked people. In. I, it's hard <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not having a. It's hard for me to tell if you're being genuine there. Okay? <laughs> I mean, for, for it to last... You're saying it sucked. For, for it to last in the charts, 
yeah. for so many years. Yeah. But it's almost like um, it's amazing. It's kind of like the Kate Bush thing, like right? it, it had that um, pop appeal mm. enough that mm. people who previously have heard of the band, yeah. you know, because yeah. they had left behind some pretty um, experimental music mm. before yeah. they they, yeah. they they launched this. So I mean, uh, it must have turned people around. Mm. You know, or, yeah. or, or, or brought them in. We're going to kick in here, lured them in. It's a time. Um, unfortunately, I'd love to play the whole <laughs> intro. But, you know, we'd be have two minutes of uh, clocks ticking and stuff like that. But uh, so I've just skipped ahead a little bit, and we'll we'll play a bit of time. Oh no, let's see how the clocks ticking. <laughs> Yeah, not a bad uh, uh, headphone album, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Headphones on, and yeah. yep. Take yep. some of that LSD from that party and <laughs> Wizard of yeah. Oz on the VHS. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Cue it up and off I you go. Think yeah. I we combine those two. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Wow. So um, is it time for you before you launch into number one? Just to, yep. you said you were going to share some of those ones that came close but didn't yes. break the ten. Yes. So Space World, obviously. <laughs> Um, so let me. So so can can we get half points? Can we get half points. Can we get half sure, points sure. if if they yep. if they've if got some of these? If some 10. of these you had there, yeah, right. absolutely. Because right. at this point, I'm on zero, and there's a strong chance <laughs> that I'm going to stay on zero. And at the moment, at the moment, uh, Al and I are both tied at six. Yes. Okay. Ooh, okay. So this could be. So it's going to be paper scissors rock, otherwise. All right. So these are half points at number eleven. Wind and Wuthering by Genesis. Oh, now I had Genesis, nineteen seventy six. Half point. Genesis. Give me half well, point there. Genesis, you know. So again, it'll be half point or full point if you have it in. Well, obviously you're not going to have it in the right order. So and what was that? Element. What was that album? Wind and Wuthering. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Didn't have that one, but sure. Nineteen seventy six. Genesis. Okay. At number twelve. Breakfast in America. Super yes, fan. I had oh, that one. Half point. Nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, so half I got point. A, I got a half. One. One point. Hang on. Well, it's Super Tram and Breakfast in America. So you're taking so one, one for that. One oh, for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got well, so both. It's a half a Super yeah. Tram, half a Breakfast in America. That's right. Sure. So one okay. For the listeners at home, there's a picture of that very album right behind where yes, Ben is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, album right. in the frame. It's a bit of a giveaway behind me here. So. If you didn't get that, really, you would be asked to leave. Um, <laughs> at number 13, it's All Things Must Pass. George Harrison, yes. 1970. Uh, the yeah, only yeah. Beatles solo artist to make the top... 15. So I get another point. Great. You actually got these in order as well. I was just Yeah, that's what I'm loving. That's what I'm loving. Yeah, these are yeah. nice. You know, oh, was there a couple that you liked as well? No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's Going this. Full, you know. Like this. Full so number 14, we've got Apple Venus Volume 1 by Ecstasy, 1999. Oh, crap. That's, that's a nothing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And a number 15, I'd hope everyone gets a point for this. This is Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf, yeah. 1977. Oh, yes. I and I couldn't bring myself to bring. <laughs> I have to say, I was laughing. I was laughing earlier because I looked at my list and I was abbreviating stuff. And when you do Bad Out of Hell, it's just boo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. Okay. All right. So I hope that separated the uh, the wheat from the chaff there. It just made Brett and I equal again, I think. How many points did you get? Well, I got two in that one. So What's your, what's your t- total score? What's that? Eight. Eight and a half. Oh, Ooh, okay. All comes down to this. And you've said this one's from 1973. No, no. The other, Elton you, you, John. You said the next two. Yeah, Elton John and Dark and Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> That's good because I was going to call you uh, something nasty. <laughs> You're going to have a recap. Because it's obviously, can, can we? Uh, Abbey Road. Uh, Abbey Road, the Beatles. Yeah, very good. And it is. If oh. you follow Lord Ben on Instagram, That's he's right. actually said it there. This That's is right. my favourite album. <laughs> yep. Easily, the, you, you easily my favourite album of all time. It's the first Beatles album I ever heard. Um, and to this day, my favourite Beatles album. It's never, I, it's an album. And I guess this is how I, you know, one of the criteria to create a favourite is I could literally listen to this album every day and never get sick of it. Like, it is just an incredible album. Uh, You've got the variety on there. You've got, yeah, just absolutely killer songs. You've got a band that had done everything they possibly could in the world of music and as their final album still manages to create endearing songs. um, And yet they have solo careers as well. Yeah, that's right. Even after they'd done everything they should have. That's right. Sorry, sorry, could have both. But yeah, just they're still pushing the boundaries. It's a, it's the perfect swan song. Um, just yeah, for 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 the, what they'd done, you couldn't ask for a better final album to just really wind up the, their mm-hmm. sort of career. Um, things on here come together. Something, um, Octopus's Garden. Here comes the sun. <laughs> I'm sorry, just I just love how you rolled that one in as if it was. Yeah. Uh, in the same league as something. Well, it's, it's a great song. It's a great song. Anyway, great, great songs in there. It's no surprise that that's at number one. So can um, I ask the question? I mean, is this, you know, uh, is this your favourite Beatles album? Like, is that, that the distinction, you know, is it just like, if for some reason, you know, always has been? Or Absolutely. It's always been my favourite Beatles album. Yeah. It's the first, one, first Beatles album I heard right through. Uh-huh. Um, and... Like I say, it's an album I could put on literally every day and never get sick of. It's it's actually uh, in the number one spot for Ben for three reasons. One of it's it's his favourite, <laughs> one it's his best, and one it's just the ultimate best. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Like yeah. the greatest album. It's it's the greatest album ever put on vinyl. Yeah. Um, and it's just the same as Loveless then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we're gonna it hear. We're gonna hear mm-hmm. uh, again. I've gone for a track that that. Doesn't get enough attention. Octopus's Garden. And this is McCartney's You Never Give Me Your Money. One of the most beautiful melodies. Wait, tax issues. (laughs) There's a bass. Mm -hmm. So that's it. So who? So there you go. So I win 12, yeah. 12, 12, and, a half, 12 and a half points. You get 
12. Kev, you had... I didn't win. You didn't <laughs> win, sure. Yeah. Um, well, music's a real winner here. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Music's the real winner. Now, for me, uh, uh, if you'd been long-term listener of the podcast, like me... Uh, uh, <laughs> that's good. Most, <laughs> of, most of those were you not surprising. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a couple in there. Yeah, and went, I, okay. I, think, yeah. I think the first five... The first five probably threw me a fair bit. I mean, uh, like, like some of the ones that I had here that I thought for sure would appear somewhere. I thought you'd have some Paul Simon and or Garfunkel in there, mm-hmm. some faces, mm-hmm. some Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, small uh, faces. It would have been small uh, well, faces. Small faces, yep. yes. Ogden's um, not gone flake. That's what I had down. Oh, it's oh. in the top 20. Paul, Paul McCartney. Ram, I Ram's had. in the top Ram, 20. Yes, yes, there yeah. you go. Have to be Chicago. Ram, but, yeah, that's, uh, there's no Chicago in the top 50. Not in the top 50. That just shows you what I've been doing. Uh, <laughs> I had uh, the birds. Yep. Uh, yep. And again, there'd be there's certainly a birds album in the top 25. I had uh, Cat Stevens. Yep, top 20. I'm okay. disappointed I didn't put Genesis in. I, I had Shearwater instead because you, you have oh, mentioned yeah, yeah. Animal Joy is yeah. in the top 30. Uh-huh. Who's um, at 32, Ben? <laughs> Uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so yeah, Tifa Tillemans in the top twenty. Um, sorry, what was the other one you said, Brent? Birds. I had birds in there. Yeah, so, so um, notorious, notorious bird, bird brothers, brothers. Yeah, would be in the top. Yeah, they'd be in, they'd be thirty. So something. when does the next Beatles album break through? If you've gone to fifteen now, because mm-hmm. I had Revolver. What might have been your next? Your next favourite no, one? No, the next favourite would definitely be um, Sgt. Peppers. Yeah, sure. <sighs> and then the White Album. Yes, and then um, the Shot Album. And then, <laughs> then it would be uh, Rubber Soul Rubber Soul. Revolver. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, when I think of top tens, I try not to, unless there's just, I can't escape it. I, I yeah, I try to just have one artist in sure. the in the. List. Unless you can't escape it, is it like unless it's just so. Unless it's just literally, you know, it's just inseparable so albums that just have mm. to both be top ten albums by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard right. to hard to do that. Yeah, yeah, we will do that one time. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so there it is. Anyway, so, so is. hopefully there was a few surprises. Yes. Oh, there were. There were for me, definitely. Not so many surprises. I'd yeah, I'd love you guys to check out some other ones that um, I mentioned. Certainly, mm. certainly, frightened rabbit. Um, uh, and and yeah, mollusk, the mollusk. Yeah. yeah. So so jump that. onto Spotify, mm-hmm. check out our profile where you find Lord Owl has been doing a tip top job keeping it up to date. Hey, he I says have. with a question mark. Is up to date? Yeah, it's up to date. <laughs> wow, wow. So, sometimes Brilliant. Spotify puts it as a private playlist, and then I look, I go, well, one of them's missing, <laughs> ah. um, and and so I switch it over to public. But no, all the, it's all up to date with the the recent episodes. Slowly working through the back catalogue. Nice. Very good. Well, I would also encourage people to go to lordsofloud.com. Uh, it is the season for giving, so give us your money by buying yourself a T-shirt, buy, and, uh, and another great visual for everyone. I've got some T-shirt designs to show everybody. Oh, great. Okay. So <laughs> everyone at home, keep listening. This is a great okay. watch, this podcast. Can, can, can we, can, can, shall, we, shall we read the... Out. So this one is L is for loud. This is your. This is an, an infant T-shirt. Right. So okay. for those young youngsters who are great fans of the podcast, they'd love something like this. Or the incredibly uh-huh. skinny could probably. Well, yeah, that, yeah. Something. You might be squeezing that yeah. one. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry, that one. So stick to the brief. Stick to the brief. Stick to yes. the brief. Finally got a stick to the brief shirt. Uh, up there. Yep. Stick to the brief. Mm, yes. That's not what I wanted, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, it's a belter. Oh, come on, we've got to have Kev saying it. That's great. Sorry, Kev. That's a belter. (laughs) And it's he's all eyebrows. I'm all eyebrows. (laughs) Eyebrows, noses, and teeth. Thanks. (laughs) So yeah, jump on and 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 grab grab yourself some incredible merch. I'm sure it'll limited time only. I'm just probably a little. That's right. Limited print run on those as well. Run run of five. Hmm. That's it. And there's four of us. So So yeah. Get in and get that last one. Yep. We're talking to you, listener. That's right. <laughs> but, yeah, get on get on our socials as well. Tell us uh, what you liked, what you hated on, on my top ten uh, and, yeah, where I, where I went wrong and what other album I should have had in there as for the bands that I've mentioned. Sure. Um, but uh, thank you for listening for this season. Please stay tuned for the summer series and, and also the Christmas episode coming up. But thanks very much to the Lords for another great and season amongst all the... Uh, <laughs> Mm. Interesting, interesting events that were happening in the world, and mm-hmm. uh, but we got through it. So, and uh, so, thanks for that. And yes, please join us again on the Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network. <laughs>